Welcome to Podcast This Escape, the podcast where we talk about the escape room we escaped from in the previous episode of this podcast. And escape we did! Sarah, thank you so much for for bringing us an escape room to do. Yeah, well done. Congratulations, guys. (laughs) This was so much fun. I really appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, it was it was it was really great to play. It was it was uh it yeah. was a lot of fun. We got very stuck a couple of times. Oh yeah, you can you can tell I'm using this as my excuse that we haven't recorded in a while and this is our first episode in some weeks. <laughs> and oh yeah, the first guest one that I've done in quite some time as well. So, I think it was taking my head a lot longer to get into it. Uh, which is a shame because there are so many puzzles. I like doing these puzzles. You've you've run this for a few people, I, I believe. You play tested this at least a couple times. Uh, how did yeah. how did we do compared to other people? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm actually really grateful for my play testers because it was uh, much more convoluted to, for them than it was for you guys. <laughs> uh, they they also uh, had a lot of things that just. Uh, did not make sense that we were trying to change. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, they did really, really well, um, as did you guys. Uh, but they also got stuck at some places uh, that I think just in the future, I'll I'll make more clear. <laughs> uh, well, so obviously the big sticking point for us right at the start was the was like the intro puzzle, oh the puzzle God. that you like, have to solve to start the room. You can see it. And just a number puzzle, a number pattern very much in our wheelhouse mm. and yet it just wasn't where my brain was even though like we had the phrase like solve for x which clearly says hey you're doing just some maths here just some true, nice true. missing maths here and yet my brain just didn't go there even though then i saw the shapes and i went points it says points there yeah we got that very quickly shapes but and then didn't yet, realize it was multiplications of 2018 still it didn't work in my brain yeah and it, i don't that know why actually no, it, it's not just you. Um, that puzzle is actually a great example. Before it was uh, five shapes and five sets of numbers, and we took away a heart, uh, which had two points, Ooh. and uh, added the company name uh, with the scratched out bits to leave point, uh, and added the issued in 2018. Uh, but still, it's just a really tricky puzzle when you're not told the mechanism of how to solve it. Mm, Cause yeah, even like, even when you get to point of like, well, 2018 might be relevant and points might be relevant. And we know the points are there. Be- I think because the, of the 18, it's quite hard to naturally see. Your multiples that, of 18. Oh, these are, mul- yeah. Like this is a multiple of 2018. It's very interesting. Cause Except I'm, for the six and the eight. I don't know about helped. yours, but the, my brain was clearly hovering in the right direction. Like I was looking at the 60 and the 54 and going, cool. Those are multiples of six going down. 80 and 72. Yeah. That looks like multiples of eight going down. So I was in the multiples area, but mm. oh, you're right. 2018. Those were tough ones to yeah, spot. It was trying to get to that idea that like the 2018 has had something done to it to get you these four sections of your ID. Presumably if I started in a different year and it like I don't it's It is an interesting one how much like in every puzzle the talking it out was a hundred percent essential. Like I did the point and the shapes connection early on. So we figured out that there was something in that. And then from that point the problem was that I then we then wrote it out like six four three zero rather than a six and a four and a three, and a zero separately. Mm. But the one that I think helped by far the most was afterwards when you just said, it is funny that it looks like the last one is five digits 
as opposed to the others, which were all four, mm. which we could see, but you honed in on, well, maybe that means that first one is more like a 12. So it was possible to group the numbers together. Yeah, which also was a little bit our downfall because we did something times 20, then something I by mean, 18. Yes. And yeah, to doing I think the full it number. was necessary. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting, just like that breaking it down until it until eventually it, it came together and made sense. Mm. Which means, like, as a regular puzzle, that I do grant you, in a real-world escape room, that'd be too hard. People wouldn't get that. That's too, that's, that's too much for a lot of people. In, like, when you're getting more to the puzzle hunt e level, it's exactly what you want your brain to be doing. Mm. Yeah, and look, and it worked out well. We event- We got it. We got it in the end. Oh, yeah. And all escape rooms, I feel, I don't know, Sarah, is this your experience with real world escape rooms like it is with mine? Either the first puzzle is incredibly easy just to make you feel softened, or for some reason, the first one is the hardest one in the entire room and you feel like a moron for 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. And usually it's the latter for me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I feel like that's usually the way when it's, oh, cool, the first step is you just have to open the door. And actually get into oh, the room. Oh, yes. And it always you takes way longer than you think. You start in the backyard and you need to find out how to open the door. And that is always a killer. My uh, my favorite was when we did the... Uh, we. My favorite is when you did the dog escape room where they had to get out of the cage before they could do <laughs> anything. That that was pretty wonderful. <laughs> oh, yeah, actually... The, the ribbons that came out of the event first spelled facade just to uh, be an Easter egg back to that episode because she was the dog Aww. that could see the color. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Aww. That's lovely. Of course, you would have said it and I would have been like, great, facade, move on. Not remembering that was a thing that we ever did. <laughs> um, That's true. We definitely would have needed reminding. Were there, oh, God. Were there any other Easter eggs in here that we didn't Oh, no, it was full of references. <laughs> Actually, the whole room was meant to be full of Easter eggs, and I decided to take them out um, just <laughs> to make the room a little more clear. And we just we could have kept polishing. And I, <laughs> uh, we are definitely at the point where you could make a room where everything in there is just an old puzzle or an old bit of story that we had in one of yes. our previous rooms, and it would take us just as long as a regular escape. Yeah, room. it wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't help. Um, I don't well, remember anything. There was there was a lot there was a lot of puzzles and a lot of like little like uh, no there's there were a lot of puzzles in this room. Do you yeah. have a, a favorite one? Is there is there a part of this room that you're like oh this is what I like the most? I'm most proud of having put together. Yes, I think my favorite is the logic puzzle, uh, where you had to figure out whose case was whose, um, and as well as what the passwords really were. Uh, that was probably the one I was most proud of. Uh, my friend Olivia, she loves logic puzzles. So I tried to write mm. that one for her. That's um, so hard. That's so <laughs> hard to write. And I think my uh, second favorite one was actually her idea. She wanted to take the railings out the wall and build a ladder. Um, she actually was going to write a elevator escape room for me for my birthday. And that was going to be one of her big puzzles. Um, <laughs> So she gave that to me for this episode and she said, write that. And then she was really pleased when she saw that puzzle come together in the playtest. That's oh, cool. Nice. And it was fun building a ladder with them. 
Oh, I was going to say, that is one of the ones that would excite people most in a real escape room. If, oh, it would be amazing. You know, if climbing isn't a WHS issue, wherever it is, like that would be something that people would talk about forever in their escape room experience. Like, yeah. I, I still <laughs> remember you... one room that we did where we just had like long, gigantic pipes that we needed to sort of connect from one end of the room to the other. Mm. And that wasn't even making a ladder. That was just to get power back on or something. Yeah. So, uh, and yet I still felt great about it. <laughs> it made me really happy. Did you have a puzzle in this room that made you have that aha, I feel great moment? Oh, it's interesting. I did like, I liked all those. how many you got. <laughs> oh, the, uh, the streamers was great just because. Yeah, I love that puzzle. It it's was just a classic. very like, yep, I think great. it's fantastic. And you got it really quickly. I think <laughs> I it was turquoise had. is such a, you would only use turquoise if you had to pick a letter from turquoise. Because it's such a, no one's going to, like, it's no one's going to pick turquoise. Maybe. You also connected the ocean breeze dashing through the snow things to the symbols. I don't know how long it would have taken me to do that. Oh, really? To me, that was so, like. I know. It was, I, like, flowing. I get it now. I, I just saw dashing through the snow and I went, oh, great, reindeer. <laughs> uh, that was a great, that was very fun. Um, they, no, they were all really, they, they, they worked well. Like, the streamers I felt good about, but not because, like. But, but, you know, because it's a, a fairly, like, I didn't feel like I had to work for that one. It was just like, that was my first thought and it turned out to be right. So I don't, it doesn't make you feel like really good. It's just like, yeah, nice. I, I got that one. But I did like doing the boxes, the, 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 um, the cases. And I think noticing shoe that was being upside down letters. That was, was very weird. nice. So just like, what's a word I can make with, with calculated numbers. I didn't think there'd be a good one. And then shoe just being mm. there was, was very lovely. So I felt, I felt nice when that finally clicked. I'm impressed with the font choice to make the lilies uh, word work because it definitely like stood out, but also you can see it not standing out to everyone yeah. in that font that it was written with numbers. How, nice. Did you do you have many attempts at different fonts for that one to see what made <laughs> made it look good? Many various attempts, yeah, just to try to get one. It also uh, changed the wording uh, because before it was. Uh, uh, creating the future to preserve the lilies of the past, but the S's and the five looked way too much. Uh, they looked way too differently from each other. So uh, ah, to get the E's in there, that felt better with the three. Agreed. Like if that's if the S's really looked that different, but because yeah, the E's worked perfectly. Yeah. Like they weren't suspicious until we knew to be suspicious. Mm. <laughs> that's kind of. I think in general, like, again. Yeah, I feel like I just didn't do amazingly well at actually solving the puzzles. But the thing that I appreciated most about the room in general was that you absolutely nailed the idea of clues are hidden in your specific wording of things. Mm. Like, yeah, at the start, I was making a couple of notes about the intro and then... At some point, basically, as soon as the year became relevant, I went, oh, hang on, I, I got to I got to listen closer here. I've got to actually be paying attention. I've got to remember everything. And I still failed. But... <laughs> well, that was a, another piece that got taken out was um, in the intro. It said that everybody loved to dance upon the carpet and the carpet would have a circle and arrows pointing like a dance dance revolution <laughs> mat which would light up the control panel um in a different way 
uh, to reveal in a visible ink and give you the haiku that you guys found at the very end. Wow. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, the intro there was definitely uh, something that we changed to try to work with the puzzles and clue you into what you needed to do. But yeah, I think uh, the keywords were something I was trying to hone in on a little bit, which is difficult to do. It's <laughs> it's really hard to write. And Danny, I give you a lot of props uh, for being able to do this every week. It's impressive. Oh, it's just so hard to know what is going to stand out. How much do you even want it to stand out? Like, oh, are they going to ask for that specific bit of wording again? How can I say it in different ways so that I'm using the same important word without them realizing? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely tough. Oh. Um, but yeah, look, it was it was a lot of really lovely things. Uh the the northwest south for the buttons was gonna take me so long because because of that north placement on top of the logo, it was like this is pointing north. As opposed See, to like labeling it as a north wall. And, and so for ages, I was not going to think about. Sure. Definitely for ages, I was not doing that. And yet the entire time, it, once we started building a ladder and I looked at it and I went, oh, so does north just mean up because we're building up? I don't think that mm. feels right. Also, we wouldn't need it. We'd know that we were building up. I didn't say any of this, but I just thought well, that then, end doesn't Have you feel learned like a lesson? Like here. maybe you should say the things that you think will solve the puzzles. Okay, you know mm -hmm. what the problem was? Mm -hmm. I was worried that it was there for that reason, and I would be insulting our wonderful guest host <laughs> by saying, I don't well, think you're never, an idiot. I don't you'd think never this works. do it this way unless you're an idiot. So, <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, no. Um,. So that's why I didn't say it, okay? That's fair. Well, uh, it didn't help that then when I finally did have it, I had my, my uh, logo on the wrong wall. Oh, so and... did... Actually, you know what my problem is? Mm. Mine's a big problem. I have not made it clear in my picture where the doors are. Like, take a look. I think I have put my, con my buttons and my door on opposite sides from each other. Yeah, that doesn't really make any sense to anything. It's an odd picture of an I elevator. I was just drawing things. <laughs> I wanted to not miss anything. I didn't know orientation would matter. <laughs> No, it, was, it was very lovely. It was nice doing a little bit of the, the chords. I, yeah, I think I got a little thrown off by doing it simultaneously with the bell because the bell rings twice. And I was like, does that mean I do the mm. chord, chord twice or do I have to play two different notes or do I have to keep? But in the end, it was just I, as I simple think, as just I, do them. I, I just say I do them be, together. Yeah, your burden of too much music. Because I, I, so. wasn't, I wasn't bothered. No. I went, cool, bell make music, note press bell when music. <laughs> It's it's a fair note to uh, just have the belting once. Uh, I just remembered at the beginning with my play tester, I had it made a little, It's I said it made a happy ding and she goes, ding, ding. And I was like, yeah, like that. So I just kept it. Oh. <laughs> but not realizing how that might uh, throw off a puzzle. <laughs> no, that's definitely one of the things that like real escape rooms, technically every time a customer comes in, it's another play test. So they can have hundreds and thousands of play tests and to oh, whittle yeah. things down. But for us, you have no idea whether one person's eccentric way of viewing things is going to be a pattern or whether it's going to be like what's going to be misleading for one person because they're making red herrings for themselves mm. or for mm. everyone or a lot of people because it could be clearer. It's impossible to tell in this venue. Yes, that is true. It's, it's, it is tough. And yeah, and you do get that for people who run actual escape rooms. The amount they're just like, yeah, we've had it in for six months. Uh, and it's just kind of like version 12 of the room because we yeah. keep changing stuff as 
as it plays. And I definitely know that after we have done our play test, I change a few things. And then our official recording, normally I feel okay about it after that, but every so often there are things where I go, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to change that again after Mm. this recording. I typically don't because I forget, but yeah, a couple (laughs) of things where I think it should be fixed up after again now that I've had just a second lot of people run through it. Because it, it is hard to know. This is very different. Yeah. I have a question, well, actually. Ooh. Did we need the floor piano? Did we use that at all? Oh, because the because letters the, in the chord book also had numbers. Also had the numbers them. on them. That's interesting. So we didn't end up actually playing the piano, did we? That's that's a very good point. No, it was just meant to be a uh, reference where... Yeah, it was in the book. You got a you got a double, double hint mm. there. Just some extra good call out. About it. Cool, cool, cool. That's cool. Um, yeah, I did eventually. It is funny when you're in a small space, mm. like an elevator. You don't have multiple rooms to gate things in different ways. So we had an awful lot of stuff available to us. Not like right at the start. But we had several pieces all at once. And so that was a thing where eventually I just went, oh, my God, I just have all these things drawn on my page. I need to make a list of them and start drawing arrows between them. So of what I feel is going to be connected and in what order. Like the first thing I went with, cool, toolboxes. I'm drawing an arrow between toolboxes and carpet because I am pretty sure there will be some sort of tool for dealing with the the carpet carpet there. And trying to do that to get my thoughts in order because, yeah, it was really tough knowing, okay, there's a piano down there. Is that piano going to connect to the toolboxes? Is it going to connect to the railings? Is it going to connect to the notice board? I'm not sure yet. Got to keep track of these things. So, yeah, it was but it was almost like, I don't know, it was a funny form of backforming. Although you were going back to how the room, you're like, well, how would this have been designed? Let me redo the arrows. <laughs> I mean, my notes have ended up with arrows and but dot points all over on them. On the note, though, of, of it being such a small space with a lot in it, like, that was one of the things that felt really, really good about this room is that it it was in a small space, but it felt like it got like it was a really nice ways of making it feel bigger and like we expanded Every as we step went. Made it get a little. We bit had bigger. the feeling of going into a new room by being like, you have access to under the floor now. You have access to the door is open. There's a few things out there. Like and so the space kind of That's got true. bigger and felt bigger and felt because like there's so much in the end. But when we started, it was, there are three things. Yeah. There's a door, there's a notice board, there's a wall. Uh, so there's a, there's a logo. And, then it, and it really felt like it grew in scope, even though we didn't go anywhere, which was You're really nicely wrong. done. Like it, it felt really, it, like it expanded and expanded, even though it kind of didn't. Yeah, was that great. was a cool way of doing it. Sarah, when you, um, like you've done a couple of different rooms, right? And you're room designing? Yeah. Uh, so this is the one that felt like the tightest space. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to ask. Do you have a preference for small space, small space getting bigger or some, are some of your rooms just huge? Yeah, some of the rooms are uh, much, much bigger. Um, so I have one where you're a toddler and you actually escape your playroom and get into the kitchen and the stairs. and. <laughs> um, but the Rugrats room. The Rugrats room. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, yeah, but this one, I wanted you to be able to go up onto the top of the elevator, and it just it 
it hit me of just like, no one's going to go up there. That's so dangerous. Why would we go up there? <laughs> so there were just, just buttons up at the top. It was funny. As soon as you revealed, when the door opened and it was rules two and three, I assumed we'd be going up on top of the, the lift to then see room the, uh, rule number one that was, would have been above mm-hmm. the, the lift. Ah. So I assumed that point I was like, great, we're going we're gonna to go on top. We're going to open up a little hatch. We're going to get out there. We're going to be like, oh, here's rule number one. Didn't end up being that. We got rule number one somewhere else. I think I kind of assumed, oh, no, I guess uh, rule number one is covered up by some floor or elevator, and we're just not going to have that one. What a shame. Yeah. How funny. (laughs) Maybe it will be written somewhere else as well. But, yeah, something like that. One of my playtesters tried to shine the flashlight up to see if she could read it. I was Ah, like, oh, that's a really good idea. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're wrong. Too bad. Uh, um, uh, one of my favorite moments of watching you guys go through the room was when you started writing what letters you could make from the calculator. That <laughs> was something that uh, my husband Michael did. It made me really proud of like, yes, that's exactly what you should be doing uh, to get you to shoe and logo and lilies. Um, mm. <laughs> Can I tell you the that, exact that really problem we moment. had with that? This calculator that we have doesn't do block numbers. Yeah, it's too modern. Uh, it, it like... Like it's six upside down doesn't look like a G. The seven doesn't look like they're 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 much more like properly rounded. They're not like digital uh, clock versions. Can I, can I see? I haven't taken a look. Like they're oh, much more yeah, kind of handwritten. Right. It's just so, so I started trying to do yeah, them upside upsetting. down, and then I was like, no, none of these look like letters because they're too much like numbers. Yeah, that's a problem. They're really detailed on this calculator, and uh, and so I gave up a little early. <laughs> <laughs> hard it is like it's easy enough when you have a single word uh, or a single block of numbers and you need to make a word out of them but just having lots of words or a full sentence and being told which of these can you make on a calculator Mm. that's much harder i didn't expect it to be but it really was yeah it was very funny and but it worked out it worked out really well and that's why i felt so good about finding shoe yeah that was that was good thinking would have been a problem but yeah. No, wait, hold on. Just to go back a little bit. We're going back. Um, the word shoe, that was in like sometimes the key to success is like shoe getting your shoe in the, in door. the door. It was a picture of a shoe. That was, was that what yeah. it was? Or? It was a picture of the shoe, which then clued you into, um, oh, these are like pictures into passwords into numbers. Ah. So the picture of the shoe, the picture of the lilies, and then the logo itself. Because I think my problem was the way I have represented that. Uh, you can't really tell much that I have drawn a picture of a shoe and a door. It's too small and too crappy for that. So instead, all I have is key foot door as words <laughs> that are written there. <laughs> so that was utterly unhelpful. Mm. I'm trying to remember. Logo was the final password, wasn't it? That was the one oh, that we didn't my get for God. ages. Just, that you could write logo. Wouldn't have occurred to me. Yeah. Some of it's always visible. Yeah, Logo. you needed to. You needed to take charge. Oh, of so we many needed the hint for that one. I don't think I would have got that until we were hinted. Hey, you said it a hundred times, <laughs> idiots! I'm like, oh, okay. Oh yeah, it's logo. That's Ogol. Ah, oh. that's zero six zero seven or whatever. Yeah. Crafty. Yeah. Uh, no, I, look, I had a lot of fun. It was really good. It was. It was. You know, there's some nice, tough puzzles in there, especially the opening one. But then, like the rest, all sort of. Came together really nicely. I have very erratic notes. Mine too. My notes are very. Uh, we just found things or, in weird yeah, orders. Yeah, we found them in weird orders. Um, but it worked out really well. I liked doing a little bit of Wordle at the end. Oh, Would yeah. anything have uh, happened if we'd highlighted just in blue? 
Uh, no, nothing would have shown up just in blue. Uh, nice. But if you would have tried uh, different words, different letters would have clicked in. If you would have had nice. like the O and the I, that would have clicked, and then you could try yeah, around. So with we it. could set some. So we could like play around with. We could force to see where the end goes. Fair, fair. Uh, yeah. and things like that. That's cool. That was the other uh, point where it felt where you mentioned it felt so unforgiving, where you weren't wanting to put anything into the control panel until you knew you were right. I, mm. I was like, oh no. <laughs> make it make it more friendly, less warning, <laughs> less ominous. <laughs> ah. Um, and I guess the only other thing that I want to know—maybe this is a stupid question to end on rather than start on—how did you create this? What was your process? Where, where did you get ideas and then start building? And how do you build it? Yeah. So the elevator idea—I don't remember exactly where it came from, but. I do remember somebody telling me, well, what would you do in an elevator? I'm like, well, there's a lot you could do in an elevator. Mm -hmm. And then I shared that with Olivia and she shared it back with me. She was like, no, I'm making an elevator room. <laughs> so, oh, so that was a really fun thing. And then as it grew, I just kept thinking of more and more you could do. So the, the fire button being hot and being able to... Uh, <laughs> put it with a blank piece of paper and reveal the haiku that you guys found on the floor. Um, or uh, yeah, just trying to think of other things. I, I just remember it came in bits and pieces. Um, so like it definitely felt, it felt like multiple little journeys coming together almost. Uh, different different little pathways coming in, and, and I when wanted did the there AI to, yeah. and when did the AI and robots part start? Oh yeah, so that was kind of fun. Um, the room was almost at a point where I felt good, good and that it was complete, and then uh, Olivia asked me, "Well, why are you stuck in this elevator trying to get out? Like, how? What do you mean? Do you have to like get out of this elevator? What if what if it would like trapped you in there?" like intentionally and you had to prove you were not a robot just like you'd have to <laughs> say you're not a robot online it's <laughs> like oh that's a really great idea so actually you kind of reformatted the room so it would fit into that theme um but I still really wanted to keep the musical aspect in there because I like that alarm button giving that little mm. music I think was really fun and having the chords with the numbers that that was a idea that had locked in from the beginning. Um, the other piece that I really like is the notice board becoming a drawer. So you actually got mm. a few more things than just mm. the elevator. Yes. Yeah. It was a nice way to kind of hide space and hide e exploration in that, in that, in the notice board it was really cool. That's true. On, yeah. And on my point about my favorite thing being little wording things, I was very happy getting birthday cards. And just like that moment, I went, great. This is, I'm listening. I'm paying attention here. Oh, as soon as it was birthday cards, I went, well, great. They get us two of the locks because we get their birthday. But who's going to have a six-digit birthday? <laughs> the 312th day? I'm sorry, who's going to have a three, like a six-digit birthday? That's really well, easy to do. Compared to two people with four-digit birthdays. They'd be like 0105. Yeah, those two are, are immortal. You, they were never born, so they don't have a year. That's it. Or, or it could be like 1592. And then like yeah. one three or like or, you know two, yeah seven three, three ninety one and then twenty one eleven ele yeah okay, yeah cool. that would have made perfect sense. Um, cool. Just that was my thought. I thought yeah. we'd just get their birthdays. We had to figure out who were who, who were who. 
But it was much more complicated than that, and we needed to look for lilies. <laughs> well, I had a lot of fun playing through the room. Thank you so much for coming oh, and, and running Eliza. us through. Zar was Eliza. That makes Zar sense. Zar was Eliza. <laughs> Just, I think it's, oh, it would be someone, but then by the time we're on Eliza, me, I was Jimmy too busy Pizza. solving things and I forgot to put them together. That I had a playtester who said that Eliza really doesn't like Gerald and this is going to be kind of being a, a murder who done it, who killed Gerald. <laughs> so that's another podcast. That solved this murder. Let me introduce right. you to it. True. <laughs> but thank you guys. This was such a pleasure and I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, go through my room. I mean, thank you great. so much for going to the tremendous effort of making it. This was a lot of work in it. <laughs> uh, thank yeah, you. Look, yeah, thank you so much for coming on. It was wonderful. And thank you, everybody at home, for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you, Danny, for, for playing alongside. For, for what it was worth. Yes, thank you for solving the puzzles. I said I wouldn't solve any puzzles. And yet. What did I do? I broke my code. Uh, yeah, thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope you enjoyed the start of season 13. Uh, if you want to help support the show, leave a review, jump online somewhere and be like, hey, have you been listening to Escape This Podcast? Wow, so cool, so cool. And everyone will follow follow you because people love word of mouth when it comes to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also support the show by signing up for the Patreon. Anyone at any level can appear as an NPC in one of Danny's escape rooms. Uh, so thank you, Eliza, for donating money to Sarah, maybe. I don't know. I wasn't there when the room was being written. Uh <laughs> Uh, $5 donors get all the bonus audio. There's Two Minute Mysteries, a series where we solve little tiny murder mysteries and crimes. Uh, There's all the playtest audio for the rooms that Danny creates. There's a whole bunch of other fun bonus stuff. Anybody at any level can be part of a choose-your-own-adventure that Danny is writing on on the Patreon. There are vlogs for the $10 donors. There's trivia for the $20 donors. There's a whole bunch of fun, cool stuff. So uh, go and check it out. It's a great way to support us. It's how it's all the money the podcast makes. We don't do ads, so it's uh, that's that's where the money comes from, and it's a good way to support art for people so they can get the main shows for free. Uh, so thank you everybody for listening. Thank you again, Independent Danny. Independent art for all you strike supporters. Independent art, uh, and thank you again, Sarah, for coming on and thank running the room. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was wonderful. Uh, okay, bye everybody. All right, good chat.